Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Carl, today we're continuing our series on taking the stress out of uncertainty. Uncertainty is worse than bad news. Most of us would rather just know. That's right. That's true. And not knowing that could just kill you. And we've been talking about just distinguishing those things which are beyond our control and in our control and focusing our energies on changing or dealing with the things that are in our control and not focusing any energy and worry on things that we can't change. That's right. It's outside of your control anyway. So why give it that power over you to, to keep you up at night or to have you, the turmoil within? But yeah. For our stuff, there's lots we can do, and we're going to do it, even if it's not everything. And we began our series in talking about some of the things in the workplace and kind of adding value to our workplace. And hand-in-hand with sort of the workplace issue comes finances. Well, sure. People are worried about money. We sure are. If a job's on the line and your livelihood's cut off, what's going to happen? What might happen? Your thoughts go a hundred directions. The housing collapse is going to affect your mortgage and the rates are going to change next year and what will happen to how much you owe. We all feel trapped when it comes to money. So let's talk about one of those things that in our control that we can um, focus on when it comes to finances. To some of our listeners, it's going to be a surprise that anything in our finances is in our control. We live from paycheck to paycheck and it seems before we feel we have our first choice. The money's all gone. So today's conversation is going to be really helpful because we're going to give people a couple tools of ways to break down where they spend their money so that in the areas where there are options, we can make some choices and not just have the choices inadvertently made for us. All right. Well, let's start. Let's start with those categories. Okay. Even though everything feels out of your control with finances, and it's all gone before you even get started. For sake of argument, let's take everything you spend your money on in a month and break it down into three categories. The first one we want to look at is what are your fixed commitments? Now, by fixed commitments, I mean fixed. I mean you owe the money. I mean someone else is standing at the door knocking your mortgage or your rent, your car payment, credit card payment. You have to. The implications of not making those commitments are grave and will harm your family, your credit, your name. So those are fixed, category one. Now, the next category we're going to use is we're going to call it a flexible area where we have some flexibility. And around that flexibility, we're going to use our values as kind of decision-making criteria. And the third area is discretionary extras. And these are things that we love, that we enjoy, that are a significant part of our life. But if worse came to worst, we could live without them, no problem. So just for sake of argument, we're going to use those three categories for our discussion today. We're not suggesting that people are going to completely turn their whole finance life upside down and all of a sudden put all of their energy and their money into saving money for an emergency. We are suggesting that it's worth taking a look at your finances and seeing if there are areas where you could reduce your stress by saving money. Exactly. What can I do? What's in my control? So on the topic of where you spend your money, where do you have choices? So if you can just come up with a couple areas where you have more choices than you think you do, You don't have to spend your money on what I spend my money on. You don't have to avoid purchasing what I would avoid purchasing. We're not trying to put our values over on anyone. We're just trying to help everybody be aware of what they're choosing so that if they choose 
to make a different decision, they can. That'll just feel like night and day. That'll feel so freeing and so powerful to be able to have some options you didn't think you had before. Well, I guess I have an example of reasons we've been looking at this with my husband and I and our finances. And one of the things he suggested was that we get rid of our satellite TV. Why well, about had a cow? Ah, a little more important to you than to him, huh? Yes, a little more important to me. I'm at home. I'm at home most of the time with my eight-month-old daughter. As we all know, Anna Sophia, she's very cute. A lot of the time I spend with her, I unwind by watching a little bit of TV. There you go. Now, that is not a fixed commitment. It is a discretionary extras. But based on my values, that helps me unwind and de-stress. That's not an area that I want to compromise just yet. It may come to that if we need to save more money. But, but I can let go of the gym membership I'm not currently using. Which, (laughs) yeah, that would be great if I went to the gym and it was something I was using and I was concerned about my health. But at this point in my life, I'm not at liberty to just leave and go to the gym whenever I want. So that's a good example. So you use your values to help you decide that this adds enough to make that lifestyle work that you can choose it. And that's what's powerful about it, not, you know, what people actually, how different people feel about satellite television. Both of those things, in a sense, are not fixed commitments. No, no, it's not fixed at all. You've determined it's more than just a discretionary extra to you. It's something you value. So it's flexible. You could do without it if you got in a real economic bind. If you both lost your jobs, it would be an area where you could make another choice. But since that you don't have to make that choice right now and you have the means for it, you value it, and so you choose it. I have a friend who never had enough money ever, who I worked with several years ago and always felt behind. And one afternoon at work, he was saying, I got to run home a little earlier because I got to go to the bakery and pick up the birthday cake for my son's birthday party. And I thought to myself, not to him, you know, they just spent $25 on a birthday cake. That if you watch, you know, at the market, I buy cake mix there on special for a dollar all the time. You know, a dollar and a $25. Now, in that area, he didn't even perceive the choice. So I'm not commenting on his value, that he valued the made birthday cake more than the homemade birthday cake. I was concerned that he didn't even see that he had a choice available to him of where he could have gotten $24. And you multiply that over all these discretionary extras, and you'll have a lot more available for pinches than you think you do. That's control. That takes the stress out of your financial worries. So really what we're asking our listeners to do is just to look and see where you're spending your money. Just look. And you can make choices based on what is in your control. And you're in more in control, as you said, if you know what you're doing. Exactly. Options is power. Even if it's a little power, don't underestimate what it'll do for <laughs> your stomach lining and your sleepless nights if you're not stressing whether you're going to be able to meet all your commitments. For people with credit cards, this is even this is enormously powerful because not only do you reduce the stress of not being aware of what choices you have, we just mentioned, but if those discretionary extras are going on a credit card so that you're paying interest over time on them to boot, you're compounding your problem and you are creating yourself a financial nightmare without even knowing it, just feeling that you have to have all these things. And in your example, you really do bring up a very good point. We don't see our choices sometimes ourselves. And so if that's the case, then get some help. Go over your finances with someone. And you don't have to do anything dramatic. Mm -hmm. 
I really think if you sit down with this simple tool and just arbitrarily labeled all your expenses, one of these three things, a fixed commitment, something flexible you've chosen because of your values, or something that's just a discretionary extra that you could go either way on, no problem. Just use those categories. See how it all lays out. If you ended up putting everything you do under fixed commitments, well, let's pause for a few questions. And if your partner put everything you know you do under discretionary extras and everything they do under values, you know that's kind of a humorous extreme. But what it does for you is gives you some good talking points, as you discovered, and you can make some progress on what you want to finally end up choosing. I do think this is a valuable tool for empowering people to look at this and feel a little less stressed in times when financial uncertainty is a reality for a lot of people. Join us next week as we continue our topic on taking the stress out of uncertainty. Feel free to chat with us on our blog at boldenterprises.com. We'd love to hear your ideas about taking the stress out of uncertainty. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production. 